gentlemen, welcome to the Art Tenders with Mac and Dan. I am Dan, he is Mac. Hi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that was going to be throwing me so uh, yeah. uh, Hello, and um, we, we do this podcast um, <laughs> in, in order to review, uh, discuss, and... and absorb uh, what we learn from art and it could be any sort of medium it could be movies it could be documentaries it could be music it could be video games yada 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 right so this week for my selection i decided to pick my favorite documentary and that, that's a huge thing to say yeah and it is a documentary done by john boys of sports i was about to say the wrong thing of sb nation excuse me thank you um, with their YouTube page now called Secret Base. I haven't researched why exactly that is the case. I don't know. Maybe Secret Base. Maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. We're theorizing here. Reckless speculation. But it is called The Bob Emergency. And it is a, with the subtitle, A Study of Athletes Named Bob. It's an emergency. Um, and, and what this tackles is how it's basically the rise of... And the fall and the excellence and the decay of Bob's in sports. Pure, purely by numbers. Yes. Uh, and it's just a no sort of interview uh, has uh, like occurred for this. This is not a traditional documentary. This is just mostly done by one man looking at a bunch of stats. Yeah. Um, but the impressive thing that he does for this documentary is how he tells stories through these numbers that yeah. don't really mean anything, but he brings so much meaning to what they represent. Uh, and we're definitely going to get into that today. Um, but Mac, you had a thought that you want to discuss with the Bob emergency, a study of athletes named Bob, which yeah. is just a really funny thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to start it off with, um, it goes through the story of nine different Bobs, right? Um, and... Only nine? Only nine, yeah. What do you mean? It's, it, well, I mean, like, obviously there's, like, like hundreds of, or thousands of Bobs, but... He tackles there... a lot of Bobs in this No, 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 he says in the description, only nine. Today there are only nine. Oh, right, 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 right. Today there are only nine, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Bobs. So, um, yeah, yeah, and, and he goes into every one of their stories, um, every one of their um, specific adventures and whatnot. In, in the their rise and the sports. fall, yeah, and yeah, because it, it it starts out obviously like like Bob was not a normal name before like before the eighteen right. hundreds or whatever, and then there was definitely like a spike of Bobs throughout the forties, fifties, and sixties, yeah. and now there's only. Yeah, there's, there's only nine bobs in sports. Yes, as of the making of this documentary in 2019, which it's reasonable to assume that the number has stayed the same, uh, we would hope, uh, yeah. there are now only nine bobs in sports. There in all been, professional sports. In all professional sports, thank you. Um, well, including like collegiate sports as well. Oh, yeah. But, uh, nevertheless, but not like, you know, like amateur leagues, right? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so we, yeah, we get the, the beauty of of bobs in sports and we see that throughout john boyce's research there are years and years and years primarily uh throughout the middle of the 20th century right there's a giant peak of bobs and there are some years that have 
over 200 bobs in yeah. sports. And dare I say, ladies and gentlemen, those were the golden ages. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like we're going to get into a lot more specific detail about what John Boyce does with each individual. And he covers a lot of bobs in this document a lot of bobs i think around 20 something maybe i think that's even being like gracious and and not even talking about a lot but he does an incredible job in the stories that he's trying to tell and it makes this documentary of sorts uh tremendously unique not only like comedic in its own funny way and he just manages to find these clever jokes and throw them in but also just impactful in a very strange way it is difficult to articulate the quality of this documentary but the quality is certainly there well that's the thing that i think is so funny about it and and so enticing is that it feels like a joke for most of it because who would care about bobs and sports this is the stupidest thing i've ever actually dedicated my time to because if we sat down and thought about the research that had to go into this like we're i mean This documentary is about an hour and a half, right? Um, and it goes, re- I mean, really, for a lot of these Bobs, really into detail. Bob Beeman, Bob uh, Gibson, Bob Hamlin, uh, Bob Cousy, Bob McAdoo, uh, just Bob, Bob Pereira, Sanders, Bob, Bob Pereira. Oh, Bob Sora. Uh, it's yeah. but like stories to tell about these seemingly random Bobs, right? And but so. No. But like, so the question is, why would you do that? And the answer is, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, and, right, right, right. And right. from the start, honestly, I think that's where this documentary succeeds. Because if you see it on your YouTube feed and you say to yourself, hmm, the Bob Emergency, a study of athletes named Bob, that's really stupid. I have to give it a watch. Yeah, oh yeah. I have to. Uh-huh. And he does an excellent job in sort of easing the audience in, like you said, by uh, introducing just like the history of the name Bob uh-huh. um, and how Bob is just a lovely nickname. It's a term of endearment a lot of times for children named Robert, and it's uh, a name that should be heralded by the greats. Yeah. It, so you showed me this a couple of years ago. I think oh, uh, around the time, maybe a month or two after it came out, because I think I had already uh, been following uh, SB Nation for, for a little bit, and then I saw this pop up, and I'm like, okay. And I think this was the first time that I was exposed to John Boyd's style of just looking at numbers in an absurd way. Yeah. Um, and so I saw this, and I was like, this is going to be stupid. And it turned out to be the, one of the most fantastic things I've ever seen. Yeah. Also one of the most difficult to explain why it's fantastic. Um, but I knew that I had to share it with you, Mac, because I knew that you enjoyed sports. And I knew that you have a knack for storytelling, as we know. Uh, and I figured that you would get certainly a kick oh, out of this. big time. So uh, following that experience that, 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 of you showing me this for the first time, you showed me in the best way possible, which was you didn't give me any explanation. And you sat me down and you just started it. You're yeah. like, we're going to watch this now. And I had to do that as well for um, my because f- I showed my family. We watched it with my family. <laughs> We're gonna have to uh, discuss their thoughts in a absolutely, moment. absolutely. And then I also showed it to Shama, which is a mutual friend of ours. Yes. Um, and then I've watched it on my own, obviously. Uh, uh, again, so so th- this was my <laughs> fourth viewing, um, and 
the the way that you have to show people is by sitting them down and starting it without them knowing what they're getting into because um i got to say w- w- whenever you whenever you get the concept you're like okay this is dumb this i have no idea why i'm yeah. I'm, I'm willing to buy like buy into this so uh, heavily, and also you see the timestamp, which is forty-two minutes and twenty-two seconds, and you're like, and it also says part one. Yeah, part exactly, and the second part is longer. The second part is longer. Uh, yeah, so the first part is like forty, yeah, forty-two minutes, and then the second part goes around fifty-one minutes. Yeah, and that's intimidating for a person that doesn't really give too much of a shit about athletes named Bob. Um, nice, nice, uh, nice little burp there. Yeah, I tried to, I tried to keep it contained. That was pretty good though, until I pointed it out. We'll see whenever we play it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'll try. I'll try and conjure up one. Pretty. It's soon. definitely intimidating. Like that. It, like it's a YouTube video about Bob's. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> it's, it's a not, hard sell. It does not promise a documentary. It's no. not like it's gonna be a documentary. It it, it seems like it's just gonna be a rail of information. A documentary is definitely like the sort of term to like supply it to this because it's. It's not the easiest thing to explain because, I mean, like I said, when you think of documentaries, you think of interviews and not a single no, interview no. was conducted for he this He doesn't piece. even use audio from, like, really anything else. I think the only time, at time I can think of him using audio from other things, like whether that be, like, movies or TV shows exactly. or anything, is, like... Just that the clips from Blue Chips? Yeah. I can't think of anything else. To explain, um, so during this, when he's looking at one of the Bobs, uh, in particular, Bob Cousy, who appeared in the movie Blue Chips. Um, he was in the Boston Celtics in the 50s. Yes. Uh, tremendous athlete. Uh, he really helped uh, grow the fast break, as it's mm-hmm. called in basketball. Um, uh-huh. Because basketball was... Uh, as John explains, very boring at the beginning. Um, yeah. Now it's really exciting, but very, 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 very boring at the beginning. And Bob Cousy helps with that. But John, boys, shows this clip from the movie Blue Chips. And without failing a single shot, Bob Cousy in much, much later years, I think in his like 60s or so, and he's, you know, in, in a in a... Uh, tucked in shirt, a tie, pants, a belt, and he makes 10 free throws in a row, which is ridiculously low percentage of happening, and he just does it. Yeah. So, and we don't see a lot of examples of the Bobs outside of their sports, right? We may we may be given a little, like, a little piece, right, to exemplify the silliness and greatness that they sort of compose, um, but we hardly see those pieces, but they definitely always aid yeah. to, a lot of times, their greatness or uh, we see sometimes their failures yeah. on the field. It seems like the consistency that he keeps throughout each of his presentations of the Bobs is the uh, consistency of... <clears throat> you got it. Like, setting your expectations really low. Yes. Um, by making fun of them. And because, I mean, they're all named Bob. Right, and it's it's stupid. It's funny. Yeah. And then, like, after a couple minutes of him explaining each Bob, you're like, oh, f- f- wow, that's wild. That's really impressive. And yeah. 
And so it's very easy to exceed your expectations because your expectations have been set so low by his dry, dry sense yeah. of humor. Because that it, no laugh track in sight. And like, if you, so dry. And if you sit down and just ask yourself, whoever's listening, ask yourself, do you know somebody named Bob? Like, just, but that, that that goes by Bob. Not a Robert, not a Robbie, not a Bobby, not a Bobo-Bo. It's just Bob. I know a Bobo-Bo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope. I hope that full, what was it? Three seconds? I hope that whole three seconds they were thinking themselves, damn, is my, is, is this turned on? Oh, there they are. Bob is a funny name. Um. So, yeah, it's, you're definitely set with these low expectations. There's a shortage. And there are some people in particular that, in, in this documentary, that you think to yourself, oh, of course you're named Bob. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Bob Hamlin is a really good example. And he he starts with Bob Hamlin. He So throughout this piece, he goes in chronological order, right? He basically starts at the very beginning with, uh, quote unquote, the first Bob, right? Not really the first Bob, but we are just going to say, you know, the first Bob that was chronicled in sports, right? But he starts with Bob Hamlin, who was a baseball player in the 90s. And 90s baseball was the best time for baseball, but that's besides the point. Bob Hamlin. <laughs> in, in, in one sentence, why was 90 baseball the best time for baseball? Steroids. Now. <laughs> he was like, sentence, fuck sentence, word. Yeah, just one word, yeah. I mean, one everybody was d- drugged out and just. Do you think Bob Hamlin was? No, unfortunately. <laughs> and here's why. He should have because, been. <laughs> no, because. So, so John Boyce goes into detail about Bob Hamlin later on in the video when he approaches the 90s Bobs, right? And, and he just talks about the Bobs of no, but he brings up Bob, at, Bob Hamlin at the very beginning. <laughs> because, because all the Bob Hamlin's baseball <laughs> cards are really bad. Yeah. They're really bad. And. If you just if you just pull up the video, right? If you don't want to watch the video, pull up the video just for and just go to second nineteen, right? And you're gonna see this beautiful image of Bob Hamlin uh, when he played for the Royals, just looking at the camera and just holding a giant piece of paper that says his name, Bob Hamlin. And what else is there to say? And what's yeah. best about Bob Hamlin too is shot. that. He won Rookie of the Year, and he was an impressive athlete at the start of his career. Stupid. And then he became so bad at one point that there was one game when he was in the minor leagues, and he just quit during the game. He just left. He was he just left. Nobody does that. And we we have except for a Bob. I like that. I, we have the picture up right now, clearly. We, we, we're too dedicated to the picture to not have it up in front of us right now. And as I'm looking at it, that just that just looks like the type of Bob that would quit mid-game. And so when this documentary, this video, this uh, short series starts with that, it's hard to not keep going. And I, I really fast... I want to just really commend John Boys for how he just hooks in an audience. Oh, yeah. You don't have to care for these sports at all. Yeah. Some of these sports discussed, I could not give a damn. He talked about Street Luge at one point. Yeah, Bob Pereira. I could not, with Bob Pereira, yes. I could not care less about Street Luge. And that is no fault of Bob Pereira. I just, just don't care about... 
street luge, right? Don't blame the bobs, okay? And yet, John Boyce finds this incredible way to make you care about about street luge. And in the grand scheme of things, he makes you care about stupidity. Because, and this is really what makes this video so interesting too, is how he brings these stories to light and the stories themselves are interesting. And so for so much of my life, I I get on a soapbox about how interesting sports is and how how the stories are told in sports are sometimes so much better than what fiction could ever write. if you have any idea what I'm talking about, just Google Tom Brenneman and you'll find something golden, right? You cannot write that. In sports, so much of the time, you cannot write that. What the NBA and, finals right now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's wild. And the fa- that, oh, there's so much. There's so much. You can't write these things. And I think John perfectly exemplifies and accentuates that. Because he shows these stories that otherwise you would probably never hear about. But damn, once you hear them, you're like, I was not expecting to care, but this story was told so excellently well. I am just enthralled by Bob Bob. Yes. And how Bob Bob Bob. lost so many, so many matches. It was boxing, right? Or actually, no. I think he. I'm getting. I'm getting Bob's confused. I mean, it's it's hard not to. There's so many Bobs. But there was a Bob in boxing that. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Bob Cyclone, who lost 13 yeah, times. Yeah, Florida guy. And uh, yes, and he quit. And then there was Bob Bob, uh, who also I think only won. Yes. Uh, no, sorry, he lost. I'm sorry that I'm getting my info all, all mixed up, but he lost by a TKO in Japan. Uh, and that was the last that we heard from Bob Bob. And it's just oh, like yeah. these these silly little anecdotes. He might have died. He might have died. What if he... Never mind. I, I, I didn't want to say, before, as we throw it to break real quick, um, congrats. Congrats on Game 3. Very excited for your heat. Wow, thanks. Yeah, of course. While we're talking about sports, the you know crazy stories, I wanted to say congrats. All right, and we'll go ahead and throw it to a sponsor. Perfect. All right, and we're back to the Art Tenders with Mac and Dan. So, or Dan and Mac? Mac and Dan. Lo mismo, bro. <laughs> Porque no estos? Exactly. Okay. Um, so, what would you say, Danny, is your favorite Bob out of all the Bobs? Now, that is a tough question. I know. In this short series... John Boys looks at 1968 and he lovingly calls it the year of Bob. Yeah. And because of two athletes in particular, Bob Gibson and Bob Beeman. Bob Gibson was one of the best MLB pitchers to ever walk the face of the earth. Easily, right? Um if you just I mean as as John Boys does, if you just look at his numbers, it's incredibly impressive especially the story um that goes behind it that he was suffering from illnesses left and right growing up and and going through that and persevering and he was so athletic that he could play both basketball and baseball easily in the end he just chose baseball and once given the opportunity he destroyed an entire league in 1968 he yeah there i don't think ever in history there's been such a dominance in Major League Baseball pitching, except for that year with Bob Gibson. But what makes Bob Beeman so interesting, and 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 John opens the second part with this, is that he was a long jumper, and he 
He beat the world record, which had been there for decades and decades. He beat a world record by 21.65 inches in yeah. long jump. That is absurd. And how John tells that story is beautiful because you think, oh, yeah, of course, how this is building up, he's going to break the world record, right? Um, and so he does this sort of slow pan of this oh, ruler. Genius. Genius, by the way, of John Boyce. And it's slowly going right. And you think to yourself as a viewer, oh, Bob Beeman, he had to get the world record there, right? Or, okay, no, no okay, okay. It's still going. It's still going. Oh my god, it's still going. And it's like 10 seconds. Oh my god. He beat a world record by almost two feet. Yeah. Two feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is absurd. And and there was a, uh, a Russian athlete that said something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing here, that among Bob Beeman were just children. Yeah. Which is such a good quote. But yeah. I, I wanted to bring up those two Bobs because it comes down to those two because of the amount of excellence that they displayed and the perseverance not only within their sport but also through racial inequality, both yeah, of them right. being black men and both of them really having to combat this sort of prejudice yeah. that is going against them. Uh, the stories they both hold is very, very interesting. But... Yeah. Uh, this is very long and convoluted no, no, way no, no, to no, no, say no. at the very end, if I had to choose between the two, I would say Bob Gibson because I'm a big fan of baseball, even though I love how John Boyce tells the story of Bob Beeman more. Uh. There is something more enchanting to me about looking at the baseball stats for Bob Gibson, because all those stats make sense to me, right? And the fact that Bob Gibson in a season can bring down an entire earned run average of other pitchers by .04 just by himself, considering that there are, Jesus, I mean, at least 100, I think maybe 200, I don't know, I'm, I'm just throwing out numbers, but plenty of pitchers in the MLB. So all those numbers bring so much more weight to me. Yeah. Uh, and it's just impactful in a, oh. in a weird way and, like, inspiring, too. Uh-huh. Although I will say, it, uh, of course, they mean they mean more to you because of the baseball connection. John Boys is so expert at um, putting things in context yeah. that even if you're not familiar with the sport, just hearing the numbers, just the sheer numbers is yeah. insanity. Because whenever you say .04, I'm like, well, whatever. But the way that John Boys says it... Whenever he's like, he's like, no, no this is a giant deal. Yeah, 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 and 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 like like the context that he gives you, the other people that that the other stats that he gives you to pair it next to things yeah. like that are really expertly done. Um, well, who and, did you find? Oh, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. One of the the other thing though is that um, Bob Gibson is 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 sort of like one of the reasons that we're doing this podcast. Yes, um, and so. There was, like, only a few days ago, I think I think two, maybe three days ago, Bob Gibson actually passed away. Yeah. And so, like, the first thing that I thought of about, like, with Bob Gibson is, like, of course, like, this documentary, right? Because this is how I was primarily exposed to Bob Gibson, but also just, like, the, the excellence. Like, it's, it's, it's so difficult to articulate how much one player can change an entire league when when it's a league like baseball, right? Like, you expect it in a league like basketball, right? Like, one player can change an entire league. I mean, we see it with Michael Jordan, right? But 
I mean, just holy cow. And and unfortunately, Bob Gibson only lost his life a few days ago, which was just like a blow in a weird way because this man had such a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's... It was cancer, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, God, I hope we're not wrong. Uh, no, no, it's cancer. It's okay. Cancer. My very first thought That's right, was, my very first thought too. Oh, yeah, shit, it's yeah. coronavirus. And then it wasn't. Yeah, and... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's a shame, and like, yeah, he he was old too, but like it doesn't, it doesn't make it hurt any less. And and you always hate to see the heroes go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I and, and I'm glad that you mentioned your relationship with uh, with with Bob Gibson, and ended up choosing Bob Gibson because funny enough, I kind of had a similar experience where I liked those two a lot, and I leaned Bob Beeman. Um, I mean, obviously, because I'm not like as as baseball heavy yeah. in, in in my life. And and John Boys makes it like a particular point to like these. If I had to choose two bobs, these are the most in, important two bobs. Fuck, he right. spends a lot of time. He's right with those guys. Yeah. Um. And 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 uh, every single time that I've seen it, I have cried at the Bob Beeman part. And whenever I showed my family, my mom and dad both, and that's the only thing I've ever seen that. That, that got both my mom and my dad at the same time, both my mom and my dad and myself were all crying at the Bobby Eman part because it's just so overwhelming. The music, the the um, the, the, the build to it, and just like you said, the ruler, where it just like leaves you there for a while, it's just unbelievable. And and also the um, the quotes that he uses from Bob Beeman where he's like, where like, like uh, he shows you the footage of Bob Beeman making the jump, and then right before he jumps, he's like, um, in this jump, Bob Beeman said, um, is when he felt true bliss or something like that. And then you see the jump in slow motion. And you're like, holy shit, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to And, cry. and right before it goes into the detail about like how far he jumped. Uh, <laughs> oh God, it, it's so good because I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to paraphrase here because I get so excited. Yeah. It, is that like Bob Beeman heard, uh, how far he did jump, jump in, but it was in meters. So he wasn't sure what exactly. And then. Uh, and then, so then they converted it for him and then he heard it and then he couldn't believe what he was hearing. And then the video shifts to a very silent, but just with the music, uh, the pan of, oh my God, he beat a world record by almost two feet. Like think about like peak athleticism, right? Like think about the best jumper ever, the, the most like elite physically of a human right jumping a certain length and then somebody beating that by two feet yeah i it's just in in, in my mind though it's not as much about like the 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 um athleticism or the athlete it's more like the record Um, and it's defying expectations it's it's it that's I think what like it, what makes this whole thing succeed is that every yeah. single Bob here, in a way, they either fulfill or in but in more ways they defy expectations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's absolutely the truth. And uh, and I, I guess in my mind, I, I think back to like Wilt Chamberlain's one hundred points. I think back to um, uh, Emmett Smith running record. I, I think back to like. All, like all the records I can think of are like Tiger Woods Masters wins or things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, all of those are nothing in comparison to Bob Evans jump because someday someone's gonna beat the the Will Chamberlain record. So someday someone's yeah. going to beat Tiger Woods record. And somebody but, eventually did beat Bob Beeman's uh-huh. world record, but 
w- once again, like perfectly as you said, that John Boyes does a, such an excellent job of giving you the context. And so yep. you don't have to understand anything about the sport, about a sport going into it when he discusses a particular sport, right? When he talks about like uh, uh, skateboarding with Bob Burnquist, uh, Bob, uh, Bob Burnquist, wow. Um, but how he's able to provide the context. And so you get that, uh, it, it elicits that reaction, elicits that reaction from you, from your mother, from your father. Uh, this this emotional impact um that of just like kind of because it's kind of like in that moment like you believed in bob beeman right that even though this was 52 years ago you believed in bob beeman in that moment and and that and that's where this this piece gets to you right how the first part ends with bob gibson and you believe in bob gibson in all those moments and then how the second part opens with you believe in bob beeman in those moments in that moment excuse me and then you get plenty of other stories right uh you get just bob armstrong having to face through battle royal and he trained jack johnson who would become an incredible one of the most feared boxers in all time or just somebody as silly as bob greasy who was a quarterback that played for the miami dolphins and he played with uh glasses yeah like that's stupid that's that's awesome yeah right all right and and and, um it's i mean just like you said it's it's just so uh, well done, but the funniest part in my mind, when, as as I'm watching, is seeing how John Boyce is going to do backflips to try and figure out how he's going to relate all of the all of the bobs back to each other. Yeah, how he's going to be like, like like at the very because they're all just segment. tied by a name. Oh yeah, and, and so some of them are not like legally named Bob, right? So we yeah. have uh, the football player Bob Sanders, uh, and he wasn't given the name Bob. Uh, it was just a nickname. Yeah, right. right. Lovingly given. <laughs> Lovingly given, and I'm glad he did. Yeah, I'm glad he did get the name Bob. And he's um, <laughs> he's he's remembered. Oh, absolutely. And so it's funny that like you're hearing these stories, and you're like, uh, how is how does this uh, do deal with anything? And he's like, and you know that that's just how things are when you're a Bob, and you're like, what the hell? And like it's just this constant slap in the face of like, why am I watching this video? Yeah. Why am I still watching after an hour and a half? This is idiotic. Yeah. Um, he even brings up, I mean, and like, so <laughs> what's funny is that at the end, um, there is a sort of like funny but sad decay, right? With the decay of Bobs in sports, because yeah. why would anybody go by the name Bob, really? Right. It's, I mean, just look at yourself in the, the mirror anymore. and say Bob and you can't help but like chuckle. Yeah, it's you're just, like, it's just not how it is anymore. Yeah, it's just not. So, and so he's like, grasping at straws and brings up a former toyota executive bob carter and he did not uh he went dnf he did not finish a like a sort of charity race that he did but he's he etched uh he etched his name into the stone uh of bob right and it is a story that we must hear and it's a story that we must tell it's a sort of like religious journey yeah it really is. is it really is yeah yeah um yes absolutely there there's um I want to say, because I think the ending quote that John Boyes provides at the end of this video is somehow one of the most beautiful things that you can hear. 
Which, once again, yes, we're talking about the Bob emergency. Yeah, we have a not study stopped. of athletes named Bob. And I don't think we've seen we've said a single negative thing yet. No, I mean, because there isn't. It's just too good. We we have looked at a lot of things, and I think for a lot of those things, we've been able to find some negatives here and there. This is the one thing I cannot think of a single negative thing. This documentary has been done perfectly. I only have one interest. Policy. I only have one like like I'd be interested to see how this happens. So go go ahead with your first. But he finishes the video by saying, "There are no dull stories." People are full of wonder. No matter how you study our history, you will always find it. Goosies. That's good. That's really good. And it's true. It's it, like... It, but he tells that through Bob's. Yeah. And so it's a testament to, I think, genuinely, and I don't, I don't think this is a hot take. I don't... This is not a sizzle surf. I have no sizzle surf for today because I don't think this is a sizzle surf. I think John Boys is one of the greatest storytellers to just ever walk the face of the earth. Because you, I mean, look at someone and you just give them a bunch of numbers on a stat sheet and you tell them, all right, tell a story through this. And he does it. Beautiful. He does the hell out of and it. And there are some stories too that like, I mean, he'll take from just like things that these players have done, right? But the, the interwovenness yeah. of it all. Yeah, and it, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. Magnific. I would be interested, though, to see what would have happened if he didn't um, follow the chronological structure he set up for himself. Okay. Um, because the the uh, Bob Beeman and the Bob uh, Gibson stories happen, like, kind of smack dab in the middle. Like, Bob Gibson yeah. ends the first part, Bob Beeman picks up at the second part, and then you have, like... 30-ish, maybe even more, like, like 35 minutes after the Bob Beeman story, after you're, like, like spent. And yeah. you're like, uh, 35's a lot of minutes. But I love all the stories. I love Bob Sura comes after that. Bob Herrera comes after Bob that. Bob Sura, one of the greatest oh, basketball players to ever live during oh, time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so so Bob Sura, like, really fast. He, um, before triple-doubles didn't really mean anything like they do nowadays, like where it, it, everyone gets triple-doubles and it doesn't even matter. He, they still matter, but like oh, it's much more difficult. Yeah, Russell Westbrook was able to get like eleven in a row. He's he averaged a, a triple double the other season. Yes, Doncic is probably going through next year and almost did this year. But 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 before the time of gods, there were men, <laughs> and one of those men was named Bob Sura. Yes, and um, and there had only been three people in NBA history that had uh, gotten three triple doubles in a row. Um, back to back to back. And Bob Sura, for some reason, an absolute average player on a piss poor Atlanta Hawks 0304 team. And he was convinced that he was going to, um, that he was going to be one of those people that got three triple doubles back to back. To join the greats of George Hill, Michael Jordan, and Magic Johnson. Yeah. Was Michael Jordan? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, sorry, I just trying to remember. And, uh... Yeah, and Bob Sura, like, he was, like, so close. Like, he's one rebound away, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, he had two games down. It was the third game. He went into the fourth quarter with, like, only six rebounds. He spent the whole fourth quarters hunting down rebounds. Like, begged his coach to stay in the game, and he let him in the game. Because, like, they were already they were going to make playoffs. It's the Hawks. Yeah, they were awful. And so, um, and then, like, in the last second, the last second of the game... He steals the ball, takes it down court, and then intentionally misses a layup to get the rebound. <laughs> Which is just the greatest thing. 
in the, in the, and with 0.2 seconds left, he gets his triple double, and then a couple hours later, the NBA comes back and is like, "Yeah, no, that doesn't count." Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, they were like, it, 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 "You weren't actually trying to make the shot, so the tr- shot doesn't count." Yeah. So that wasn't a rebound. We should sue. We should sue Let's on behalf Bob. of Bob Sura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy deserves better. Yeah. He deserved to be immortalized. And you know how he was immortalized? Yeah. John Boyce. There we go. John Boyce immortalized that man. And he needs to be immortalized. He, he, his story is too grand to not live on. Um, but, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I'll have to say. Um, <laughs> I loved all those stories. It's just like I wish that they were maybe structured a bit different. Sure. Um, that there was only like maybe one or two after Bob Beeman and Bob Gibson. Um, that are like because truly the of note? smack dab in the middle was just kind of strange. I see. Because those were the most climactic. Yeah. And story structure wise, as we know, the climax we want to push towards the end. Yeah. And so it's strange to feel it in the middle. To, and then yeah, be like, that I means guess there's more now. Yeah. Like I mean, you'll you'll still get like some some good stories, right? Primarily with I would say like Bob Sanders, right? Um, and 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 like Bob Burnquist too, right? But but it's you certainly don't feel the same gravitas. As you do with yeah. Beeman and with Gibson, uh, which is no fault of those Bobs, right? It was, I mean, like the two Bobs in 1968 were just, they were as if sent down by the Lord yeah. um, to grace the land that we walk. Yes. What a religious illusion. No, it's true, though. It's true. It's true. It's just true. And, like, it's coming from a point of, like, comedy, of course, but also... Just like John wanted it to. But it's like... it. But I know I've said it 20,000 times already, but it is crazy what this documentary so does. Good. And it makes you care, and you don't yeah. expect to care. You expect to laugh at the whole time. Yeah. Instead, you laugh with, and eventually you cry. So, so really, really all this episode is is, like, a 35, 40-minute long... Uh, commercial for yeah, like, John Boyce's The Bob Emergency. If you haven't watched The Bob Emergency... How dare and you? What? Hold on. Let's calm ourselves a little bit. Fine. We, we have to be nice. If you haven't watched The Bob Emergency yet... How dare you? I mean, how fucking ha- dare you? I mean, what's wrong? But also, like, if you listen this far, I mean, you should stop. And go watch <laughs> The Bob <laughs> Emergency... Uh, a and study some, of athletes named Bob. I love his like weird call to action at the end where he was like, we only have so many left. We must cherish them while we have them or replenish like the stock yeah. of Bobs. Strange. And, and Strange and makes, impactful yeah, in a stupid way. Makes me want to name my kid Bob or change my name. Well, would you? I might. Do you want to do it together? But only if we. But we have to find a sport that we can weasel our way into first. Right. We gotta do it for John and for the boss. We don't have to be good to be marathon runners. We could just sign up for a professional marathon. That's true. We, we've technically we can technically qualify. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, uh, th- this is gonna be a podcast hosted by Bob and Bob. Bob and Bob, uh, uh professional um marathon runners. Marathon runners. Wow, incredible. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. All right, so Bob. Yeah. What are we viewing next week? Okay, so um, the thing that we are doing next what? week. What? Not viewing. What? But doing. Next doing week is we're going to be listening. Okay. Because we have listened to a song. I'm listening uh, to what Bob is saying with a lot of nervous anticipation right now. You know what? Actually, what you can't. What? I'm gonna pull an audible right now. We were going to listen to something. Okay. We're not going to anymore. Uh, 
Are you excited? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to save the album for, for next time. Yeah, okay. Um, I've been showing some in my classes, and I just remembered, oh my gosh, if you haven't seen this yet, we need to. And it's going to be uh, Rona Atkinson's um, full stand-up special. Titled? Rona Atkinson Live. He is um, a uh, uh, partial mime. I'm happy you told me this, because my face was completely blank. Yeah. Um, he is uh, uh, kind of funny. <laughs> like like by himself, Only but slightly. he makes uh, sketches um, where he is he's a mime, and it's hilarious. That's Mr. Bean. It's Mr. Bean. Oh yeah. wow, I'm stupid. Johnny English. No 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 no, you're not stupid. Um, Ron Atkinson's really. I, I I'd be shocked if anyone like knew that off the bat. Um, but his mime special is unreal. Um, yeah, and that's what we're gonna watch, and and I think it's gonna be a, a deep dive back into. Some of our roots, some of our acting roots, um, to talk a little bit about that and and um, why it is uh, he is so effective or ineffective, depending on how, how you see it. All right, Bob. Bob, thank you very much. Thank you, and uh, thank you to all the um, future Bobs out there. And thank you for to to the great work of all the previous Bobs and the sacrifices that they've made and the beauty that they have imposed onto the world. And Bob boys. <laughs>